Daily Reflections is a new and exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus and to allow the gospel message of the day to to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, allow the Lord of life to guide you and give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate Monday of the second week of Advent. And we begin with Psalm 85. Our God will come to save us. Together, our God will come to save us. I will hear what God proclaims, the Lord, for he proclaims peace to his people. Near indeed is his salvation to those who fear him, glory dwelling in our land. Kindness and truth shall meet, justice and peace shall kiss. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and justice shall look down from heaven. The Lord himself will give his benefits. Our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him and salvation along the way of his steps. Our God will come to save us. Together, our God will come to save us. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 5, verse 17 to 26. One day as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, were sitting there, and the power of the Lord was with him for healing. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence. But not finding a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the tiles into the middle in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, As for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and Pharisees began to ask themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say rise and walk? but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all, and they glorified God, and struck with awe, they said, We have seen incredible things today. So we begin this day with, listen to it. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence. Some men brought. That's the first thing we want to look at. These men must have been concerned about this ill person. Notice there were no names, but simply some men brought a man on a stretcher. These men knew to take the man on the stretcher to Jesus. That's faith. If you and I have faith, knowing that Jesus gives life and healing, then I feel the first thing we need to do 
is go to the Lord and to bring others who need love and forgiveness, mercy and compassion to Jesus. If you have faith, we must bring them to Jesus who has authority to forgive sins. Now, Jesus had a minute to think about his response. He startled everyone by saying to the paralytic, as for you, your sins are forgiven. I think it must have startled the guys on the roof. You know, can you imagine they're, they're kind of looking down and one of them had his head down. You know, you can just picture that through the opening so he could hear. And the other guys were asking, what did Jesus say? What did he do? And he said, well, he said that his sins are forgiven. And the others on the roof are going, his sins are forgiven. Didn't he heal him? You mean we went all to all this trouble of digging this hole in the roof and letting him down just so he could get his sins forgiven? We want him healed. It startled the scribes and Pharisees, didn't it? Luke tells us that they weren't just the locals, but that they had come from every village in Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. They weren't there to get blessed by Jesus' teaching. They were there on official business to check out this popular young upstart and catch him in some kind of heresy. Jesus gave them their money's worth. You know, his words were deliberately calculated to create a dilemma from which these scribes couldn't escape without admitting that Jesus was God in human flesh. And so he said to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Those are powerful words. And I think it's obvious here that what is most important is our need for forgiveness more than anything else, more than anything else. It would seem that his main need was for physical healing. But Jesus said, friend, your sins are forgiven. To heal the man's body would have made his life more comfortable. But Jesus did not say, you know, I want you to feel good about yourself. He said, your sins are forgiven. Jesus knew that the main need of every sinner is not to get our health or emotional or financial or whatever problems solved. Those problems should drive us to seek God, yes. And when we do that, it becomes clear that our main problem is our alienation from him. And the reason that we are alienated is because we are in sin. And thus forgiveness of sins, that's really our main need. So by leading off with the pronouncement, your sins are forgiven, Jesus set up, I think, a, a real problem for all of his critics. He knew that they would grumble by asking quite correctly, who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? And I like what Jesus says. What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, 
or to say rise and walk. From God's perspective, to forgive sins is much more difficult since it involves the sacrifice of his son. Jesus took that which is humanly more difficult, healing the man, and used it to verify his claim to forgive his sins. And so today, let us bring each other to Jesus, who is our salvation. And let us not allow the skeptics to control us or dissuade us from bringing others to the Lord. And let us know that what is most important in our lives is that we need forgiveness. We need Jesus's mercy in our lives. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.